0: Welcome to The Glow Diaries, where we're changing the narrative of aging for women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Jamie Pereira, CEO and founder of GlowJar Beauty, and I'm thrilled to join you on this empowering journey. Our podcast isn't just about skincare. It leads with education and community, and also talks about wellness, mindset, empowerment, and redefining the concept of aging without all the fear marketing tactics. We're here to share the stories, challenges, and triumphs of incredible women who are rewriting their narratives, embracing their individuality, and showcasing their strength. So grab your favorite drink, settle in, and let's glow together. Welcome everyone to a very special episode of The Glow Diaries. I'm your host, Jamie Pereira, founder and CEO of Glow Jar Beauty. And my hope as always is to continue to build an empowering community to support the best version of you and us all as we get better with age. Today, I'm so excited we have Nikki Strachan who is more than just an incredible makeup and hair artist. She is a beauty expert in every sense of the word. Her incredible journey has seen her freelancing for celebrities and renowned Canadian TV personalities for over 15 plus years. Based in Toronto, Canada, she's not only the key makeup artist for popular TV shows like Your Mornings and my all-time favorite, The Social, but she is now the lead hair artist for the new The Good Stuff with Mary Berg. Welcome, Nikki.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. That was so nice.
0: Yes, so nice (laughs) to have you here. Thank you for taking the time. And yeah, it's been so nice connecting with you online And Mm -hmm. I've been wanting to ask you some burning questions about um, makeup and specifically. And yeah. So thank you for being here.
1: Oh, my, my full on pleasure. Thanks again for having me. I love talking beauty. I love nerding out on beauty. I love like every aspect of skin and makeup. So I'm very grateful to be here.
0: Awesome. Nikki, I didn't tell you this, but when I turned 40 last year, I Mm -hmm. hired a makeup artist to come over to teach me kind of how to do my makeup. Because Uh I think like a lot of women, we kind of get into a habit of just kind of doing the same old thing over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So it was really nice to have somebody that again, she had been doing makeup, I think for over 10 years work for Mac and all those. I think that's kind of I think you started at Mac, correct?
1: Oh, Mac was like, yes, for sure. the founding base for a lot of makeup artists and myself, it was Mm. a great way, great place to start doing makeup.
0: Yeah. You kind of start there after school and go from there and find your niche. Yeah. So I thought it was such a cool experience to have somebody go through all my products and even brushes, like things like that to you guys, it's you get it, but to us, we don't I don't even know. Like I actually had to Sharpie like what this one was for. Okay, this is for blush. I'm going to write it on. She thought I was crazy, but no, you it's collect true, things, like, right?
1: Yes. And, and that's not, tools are not overexposed as they should be in terms of our routine because so many women and men that I've spoken to about application, they don't know what brushes are for what and this is like a separate conversation. Like this is like, and I've, I've been in your makeup artist shoes where I've like showing, or when I was teaching, you know, it's like this brush is for this. And they're like, Oh really? I'm like, you know, so that this is like I said, a separate conversation because it is, and it's a huge component to applying your makeup and like a finished result.
0: Okay. This is a small question, but do you use, like, is it better to use your hands, like your fingers, a sponge or a brush? I mean, I know it, Like maybe for what categories you would use each.
1: Exactly. So like, I don't love using like, this is better than this because every person's situation is different. Every skin tone, every texture, it's always different. But what I will say is tools, as long as your hands are clean, of course, are your, your, sorry, your fingers, uh, as long as they're clean, of course, are are your greatest tools. Like they Mm -hmm. are really good tools. Skin to skin, like helping buff in any product or using skincare to warm up areas around the eyes and more delicate places. Uh, Sponges, like a beauty blender, I'm into. A more porous sponge will tend to suck up more product. So now, right, a lot of that product will be stuck in that, and it's a little bit more wasteful, in my opinion. Right, and then brushes I love for different creams or different like mousse, like whipped, textured, like cream blushes. So I believe in all three. I just think it really depends on you know what what you're doing and what okay. type of look you're trying to achieve. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cuz I always there's an abundance of things and applicators and like the sponges oh, I, I feel like that was always I always questioned, you know, how, like ugh, like it just seemed it, I'm not a big like everyday really foundation person. It's really good like an artist. R- right? It, and I okay.
1: it's really a good like artist tool. Okay. Or a tool if like you're someone who wears a lot of makeup, you know, for layering techniques and uh And I'm, I'm kind of referring more to like a beauty blender, like in my kit, I do love it, but it also is kind of great for skincare too, because it really does help to buff in Mm -hmm. like your, if I'm applying like a certain type of serum, like I will kind of apply it with my fingers. And then if I would need a little bit more, you know, punch in that, like in your skin, I will kind of just stipple with my, and and more of a way you can wet them too. So that's nice too, because it helps to just like. Okay. Cool down the skin, or do whatever, if that makes sense.
0: So, like, I could mist a hydrating toner on there or something. Boom. Exactly. Okay. Yes.
1: Totally. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to pick your brain
0: in a couple minutes more about like the products and the like. We polled our community and have kind of those top okay. questions for you know to ask you, the expert. So, okay. but okay, so going back a bit, how how do you feel like your makeup? Your approach to makeup has evolved over the years, including makeup trends or things you've embraced Mm -hmm. or ditched as you've gotten better with age, personally.
1: Honestly, I have to say skincare Mm. um, has changed huge for me in terms of makeup application. And I will say, like, trends are always trendy and they'll come back and it's cool to like jump on it for a second. But in terms of like a good base for your makeup is really how I've incorporated more skincare steps to my clients and to myself. It is a game changer with how makeup sets and looks in terms of immediate results. And like 10 hours from that, whether you're doing a wedding or if you're on set, I have seen the difference and so when I first started makeup and when I was in school they never highlighted how important it is. They 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 would always talk about maybe using like a primer.
0: Right. To create a or, smooth you know what surface. I mean,
1: to, right, but then again, a primer I feel like can't live its full out potential if the rest of the skincare isn't really properly done. Right. So I do feel like that has been a big game, game changer over the years and again, especially as I approach 40 and and just seeing the changes in my skin, and working with more women who are a bit older, more mature, have a little bit more lines. Uh, mm-hmm. So I do find preparation all over has really
0: helped the look. What's
1: That word, that's like, um, yeah, totally helped and like and changed because back in when I first started, like I said, I, I didn't really incorporate those steps,
0: right? And then the makeup
1: wasn't as beautiful as it can be, you know.
0: So do you have? Because I'm assuming what you're doing currently, you're not just kind of seeing somebody and then you don't see them again, like as often, like I know you do freelance, but do Mm -hmm. you have, do you then try and steer the person into like a routine that would be really great for them? Because again, you're doing their makeup. You want everything to look its best, apply its best. Like what is kind of the first thing that you guide them towards in their skincare routine to consistently do even when they're not with you?
1: I would say tone and exfoliate. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, I think exfoliation is a big, big must. Uh, I don't think a lot of people do it enough. And I've mm-hmm. noticed in clients, your makeup is not going to look great if your skin isn't properly like, exfoliated because, you know, you know, you're pro. Like if, yeah. if you have dryness and, you know, and, and I don't mean like a hardcore exfoliate, you can find exfoliants that are like daily and very gentle. And uh, yeah, I would say that would be something I always really discuss during an application with a new client, with clients that, you know, I've worked with for years. Uh, It's always just a reminder or like a topic of conversation for sure.
0: And when you have a client that you're working with quite often and say they're having um, redness or flakiness, like what would you... I know, I know it's different on TV, but what would you kind of do remedy wise for the skincare, mm. just just like in that steam. moment? Okay, oh, in steam. the moment, in yeah. the moment.
1: Well, I've had a client where yeah, she had like a stress like stress rush. so it just like gets a little yeah. red, and um, so I'm always you know go home and steam. I think steaming is a really great okay. uh, way to cleanse the skin, help brighten, help um, with any irritation. Um, I also in, the, but is your question like in the moment, what do I do?
0: If yeah, they any, I guess, like, I, I don't know. I think you're right. Like in the, well, that example is great because I feel like, um, redness is kind of like that. That would be that remedy that you're just trying to diffuse and calm down in that moment where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you have some redness or flakiness because I guess when you're applying makeup, it's just you know, we're not seeing things granularly on. Well, you yes. kind of are seeing things really much closer and clearer nowadays. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think I just always think I'm like, wonder how they would deal with that. Like, even, even what would you do kind of like? Okay, she came, she had a big shiny pimple on her nose. Like, are you just putting concealer, or like a, trying to cool that area, calm that inflammation? It's just, I yeah, don't know, the, the kind of makeup expert tips of like SOS. I have, we're to be honest,
1: I, I like when I'm on, I have this uh, product in my kit for cool sores or like mm. big shiny pimples that just come out of nowhere.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, it's like a tiny little circle and they're like acne patches, but they're Perfect. so fine. So I do put those in my kit for the you know, just in case days. And honestly, you just put it over and then you can put makeup on it. So Smart. if this was for like a photo shoot or if you're going to a wedding
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, or if you're, a, and, you know, attending an event, I mean, that was something I just recently was like, this is brilliant. Like, I'm like, this is amazing. And they just kind of flattened the surface a little bit. So you don't yeah. have any kind of like raised areas. But that's something like, you know, if you're in need of like a quick fix, you can find them at like your local drugstores. And they're just these tiny little patches.
0: Yeah, those, would you say that's your number one kind of like sos makeup tip or do you have like a general makeup mm. tip because i love those acne patches and i think they're amazing right? for younger okay. like the 20 because they're not going to pick like they would if they would well, you know like it's a nice you know they're like purple and flowers and like happy faces i think it's such a smart oh, I tool seen those ones, really. yeah they do yeah. i think it's such a smart tool
1: okay so for like a tip a beauty tip that I can share? Because that was one of your questions, right?
0: Yeah, always. We always want a tip.
1: Gosh, honestly, over time, like, I don't know if this would be considered a tip or if it's just like my preference, but less is more. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we're in a time where, where we see so many layers of makeup applied and it's an Instagram, TikTok kind of vibe. And for aging skin, like I just, can't get down with it I'm Mm -hmm. so more about I want my skin to look like skin so I'm a really big like take care of that and then you need less makeup right but some other people have different preferences and that's fine I I don't ever like dislike or hate on anything but that is my tip I do think less is more I think obviously drinking more water is way better for your the skin brightness and the way that uh, we can add that extra brightness for every day yeah. And a, a, and a beauty tip, I mean, know your tools, mm-hmm. get to know like what each brush is for. And another thing I've learned over the, the years too, is like, take care of your lips. Ooh. Do Like we exfoliate yeah. like our skin often, but mm-hmm. lips,
0: we Neglected. don't a lot,
1: And yeah. we kind of neglect that area. And you can even do like at home remedies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't have to ball out on anything too specific because it is obviously a bit more of a rougher Yeah. And nipple cream is really good for them.
0: Oh, okay. I love (laughs) this. But it's a good point, Nikki, because the lips get, they don't get the love. They don't get the serums. They don't get the exfoliants. There's no No. pores here. There's no pores. So we're just, we're kind of licking and biting these areas as soon as the winter time comes wrong. And then um, so I'm always telling people to like, while you're moisturizing your face, you got to moisturize yes. your lips, then go in with, like you said, like a bomb, something heavier to trap it in. But yeah. those, yeah, you're so right. Because as we get better with age, these people sucking on straws and totally. doing all these things that are just, you know, you just want to support the skin and not neglect, yes. you know, there's other, you don't always have to buy another product, but it's. To That's not, the thing we're so,
1: we're so, um, Conditioned, conditioned, like con- and like yeah. told about every other part. Like you said, yeah, using a gentle eye cream because the skin's mm-hmm. delicate. Using this because of pores and and the lips. And I think I am like a bit like focused on that because so many times where it's the end of the application and I'm doing lips. I'm like, man, your lips are dry. So over time, yeah, that's like one of the first things I do. So that the lips can soak up that moisture yes. while you apply your makeup. And then like 30 minutes, now you're ready to put on like, whether you're wearing like a matte lipstick or you're layering with pencils and like lipstick, then gloss. Now your lips have kind of had that time to yeah. s- moisturize and soften. Exactly. Yeah.
0: What um, I think it's so good. And I find on GlowJar beauty on our Instagram, I'd always do for like six years. I did a tip Tuesday, every Tuesday. And I then I that. just stop. Well, but I stopped doing it, like just how I asked you that question, because we take all these sound bites all the time and these tips and trends, and it's just at the end of the day, if you're talking to you as an expert, a dermatologist, uh, whoever it is, they will always come back to you know years of experience. And being like, you know what, honestly, if you just look at the foundational, like take care of your skin, take, you know, like less is more approach, that's what it is. Like, it's not the latest and innovations amazing and important, but it's Mm -hmm. like that, you know, like, no guys, there is no huge secret. I've, in speaking like you, you have seen so many different types of skin, you've seen it all, you've applied, Mm -hmm. you know, so many different looks. And at the end of the day, it comes down to like that quality and integrity of the skin barrier, right? It's literally
1: exactly like a lot of, I went over your questions and I'm like, it really just comes down to this.
0: Mm -hmm. There always just
1: has to, something comes down to the actual basis. And like, that is it. It's the skin. And when I used to teach, I always would say to my students, it's like building a home. Like you can't have a good foundation and a strong house during winter conditions if you don't have good tools yes. and a good mixture of good components to make up that, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's exactly like with skin. It really just comes down to how you take care of it.
0: Yeah. And good. Yeah. Use the right, use quality products. Yeah. The skin, just like you said, building a house, the skin barrier is needed to be there. We can't exfoliate our roof off and expect our skin to not be red and mad. Okay. (laughs) It's getting missed and I don't, oh my God. That's so true. (laughs) So we'll just keep fighting the good fight. (laughs) Exactly, Um, Nikki, do you enjoy doing the, um, so where you did your schooling for makeup artistry, you went back there and started teaching? Is that No, I went to a private
1: school. Yeah. I went to a private independent sort of boutique makeup school Yeah, Uh, in Toronto. It doesn't, it no longer is a school. This is like 18 years ago. Yeah. But George Brown, I'm sure many people are familiar with that school. They, they have a a certificate program and an esthetician program. So the makeup portion offers different so you'd have like a makeup one which is like an intro a bridal makeup two which is like editorial special effects uh tv blah 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 so i i uh taught mostly the bridal portion of that for about seven years oh wow but I, I, yeah for a
0: long and time you enjoyed that
1: I really did enjoy it. Yeah. It was like it was during my very early mornings and I just was very busy. So I would work from four AM to one and then rush to the school and teach from like one thirty to five thirty or something. Oh, and honestly, geez. like ninety percent of the experience was great. Like you would get the odd student that like didn't really want to be there, but like I loved mm-hmm. sharing my knowledge and with making people feel good and like yeah. that they've done a good job. It's it's yeah. like doing makeup. You make people feel beautiful. So it's really quite um it's a nice uh, feeling at the end of the day. So yeah, yeah. But I haven't done it in a few years, but I mean, if, if I was asked to do some kind of lesson or something, I would be on, on
0: board. It's so nice to be when you're in the education system to have somebody that's currently working, that's current, you know, I t- to come in. totally you, agree. I When I did my business um, degree, it was so nice to have, like we had executives to tell us come in and talk about their latest campaigns. Or just like a random uh, business owner came in, and it was just those are when those are the times where your lights turned on, and you were started. You know, For you were just sure. felt you felt like you were getting some really valuable insight into like what's I actually agree. happening right now versus what's in this billion dollar textbook I just bought.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> totally. And how long ago was it written?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's old. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Nikki. So before I ask you, kind of our our community's questions, what would be, what would be kind of something that you, or a memorable mistake, makeup mistake, or something that you wish you kind of didn't do in your younger years, but you just laugh about now, like there's no regret, but I, I know mine like right off the bat.
1: I, I mean, I was thinking, and I was like, was it something that I did on someone else? Not really. Cause I was either. all learning. I wouldn't say it was a mistake, but then I was like, Oh, Yeah, I remember when in high school, when I would cover my freckles with this like wet and wild foundation and and I got in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking at my mom right
0: now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Now people are using, they're making freckles. I know. Uh, Never cover your
1: freckles. They're like the best thing. Um, And also doing like that, like brown lip liner and that like
0: Oh, the pink, yeah, or the nude. Hey, but
1: more of like a frosty nude. Like, yeah, oh, I was just like, man. Like, when I would look at some of my grade nine pictures, I look like I'm 40.
0: <laughs> right? Oh, my God, smart. that's so funny. No, it's not cute. Yeah. Our parents, yeah, they had faith that we were just going to grow out of it, but...
1: And I did. But yeah, if that's like if that and is that the proper kind of thing you're looking yeah. for? Or is it more like in my 20s? In my 20s, like, to be not honest, with me, I've never I've never that was probably the last time I ever wore foundation. I don't wear foundation. Yeah. My goal is to not have to because I do the steps I need to for my skin to look even and all those things. But I in my that. 20s, no, like I also didn't really wear any makeup either. Like maybe... Maybe like too much mascara where your eyes look like spidery sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But (laughs) that was just
0: us not picking the right product or something. Yeah. Right.
1: Or like, here's a white primer. Let's like coat our, sometimes primers are cool, but sometimes they can just be.
0: Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. I would say my biggest regret brows for sure. Just like taking all my brows off.
1: If, oh, yes. I 100% like, have to agree with that because right. now I still have.
0: I'm still dealing with, yeah, like I, it's the one thing I do every day is fill in my brows. I've done microblading, but I didn't enjoy that. And so now I'm just like, oh, it's a minute of my day. I just fill in my brows. I but have God, to, I made them so thin. I made them so I have thin. to agree with
1: you. How did I forget that? For sure. The brows has to be my number one. And I had a nice thick brow. Yeah.
0: I don't even know. Oh, my, damn. Yeah. I don't know, but I look at my girl's mm. brows and I'm like, those are so nice. Those are just don't <laughs> touch them because they're just so them. natural for your face.
1: Literally the tip for so anyone watching uh, in their 20s, don't, don't over-tweeze your brows. Even if the 90s look comes back, yeah.
0: don't do it. Don't do it. I don't think it will. Yeah. I don't think they would. It, it, it was such a long trend that I think everyone was like, okay, this is it was so bad. So, and then Uh, mine, just like you, why did I wear, so I randomly got um, a lip gloss in, mm -hmm. in this subscription box. And it was, I was like, Ooh, it's a color that I've always kind of been drawn to like nude, but I put it on Mm -hmm. and I was just like, this is, I literally just wore like a nude pink, like beige nude pink. Yeah. In your twenties. Like that's just everything I bought was like white all oh, my nice. eyes like white oh, out yeah. my eyes and then yeah. even white in the inner liner of my eye the waterline, and yeah. then nude mm-hmm. lip like what was I doing oh and then, man I
1: uh, <sighs> the, the, the same thing too where it just kind of like blends in with you your just, face
0: <laughs> yeah but like you can get away with it in your 20s but in your 40s I don't no. want to blend out I don't want to I want color in my lips but <laughs> not like <laughs> I mean, I, yeah it's no It's
1: not the right color. I I was definitely a big one of the like, oh, nude. Yeah. Like, like, let's just like, and then like, I look back at photos and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you're right. 20 if you can. But now even I need need a little bit of color, even if it's just enhancing my natural lip color, but
0: Mm -hmm. you know,
1: the lips, cause then they just look lifeless. And then we're like, well, now we've just aged
0: ourselves.
1: Yeah. (sighs)
0: Balance. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay. So Nikki, are there any. Because I know you work with a variety of different ages, but is there any beauty or age-related insights that you've gained, particularly focused to kind of the anti-aging side of things when it comes to makeup and the beauty industry? I know you were saying less is more is important to Mm -hmm. you, but is that, yeah, I guess kind of your outlook?
1: Honestly, and I think my outlook over time is embracing your skin i think we're it's hard to be in a world of like comparison and like we see makeup being done on tiktok but we don't have the same texture of skin and we can't get the same result so like really trying to not live in like a comparison world but really mm-hmm. like like really embrace your skin texture and, and like we said earlier find products that are helpful for, for your type of skin mm-hmm. is really important rather than jumping on like a trend and seeing someone use it and just following that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And does that, does that,
0: that's is that amazing. No, there, I love that. that. Yeah. It always, it's, it's just, yeah, it's a great message because it's kind of an uphill battle if we're always just trying to find the product that's right for someone else or we're not really under, yeah, not looking at the whole picture. So
1: Exactly. And I try as I see my skin aging and as I see friends, it's such a luxury and pleasure to age because mm-hmm. we're alive and we're here. And we're so sometimes, if I do see lines coming around that I haven't seen, I'm just I have to be remind myself that it's like smiling and laughing and mm-hmm. living a joyful life too. And sometimes it's not just about finding the things that can.
0: erase
1: these yeah yeah yeah, it's like again finding products that help to just illuminate and radiate but at the end of the day like I think we have to all try to embrace it more and educate yourself more you know
0: yeah and it's like I was saying to a friend the other day it's like I'm not a Pollyanna like I'm not happy about aging every single day but it's about your community around you right Um, yeah, you, you're so right. You make the choice on whether you're going to, you know, embrace doesn't mean you're giving up, right? Like you're just finding what's right for you and kind of just staying on that path versus all the noise of the other side and really building a network around you and around you doesn't mean like physically, you know, social media, everything kind of doing an audit there because it has a huge impact, which is
1: Huge. Like I almost wanna ask like my mom or my aunt yeah. or the women who are, you know, who raised us to be like, were you ever pressured like
0: mm-hmm.
1: in your forties or thirties that like you had to like find all the lotions and potions to look younger? Because I feel like we live in that world because it's it's yeah. not just commercials we see, it's your phone, it's advertisements, it's all of these things. And I'm like, oh, that's a question I've never really thought to ask. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's why we need to surround ourselves with people Mm -hmm. that are younger and older than us, not just our age. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I definitely have asked my mom those questions, and she she was just she was so matter of fact of it that she was like, "Well, if I." you know, if I saw an issue, I went and got an IPL and I carried on with what I was doing. You know, it was never love it. like a, yeah. a constant, like it was just like really intuitive and matter yeah. of fact. So I was like, yeah, oh, love that." Okay. okay, you know, versus yeah. everyone's feeling shame about making decisions. It's like, no, you got to really like listen to yourself and what you want to do yeah. and then move exactly. on with that. Right. So
1: you, you, you honor the feeling and then uh, Exactly.
0: Yes. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nikki, thank you so much. I have all, I have a couple questions from the audience and okay. um, our community. So, okay. Back to brushes. Okay. What, I know it's hard to put a number, but what are the essential, you know, three Amount to brushes five brushes that we need? Yeah. Like, do we just, you know, do we need two for the eyes? Like, do we need one for the blush? Like um, yeah, I'd say
1: like a good five brushes, okay, would be a, a staple amount. You know, again, uh, you can use your t- fingers are your tools too. So if you have a a creamy shadow pot, okay. you can always use your finger for that. And then if you have, say, something with a little shimmer, again, you can always just use your your fingers. Or if you're using a creamy eye pencil, smudge it out with your finger. So those are tools. Okay. Um, But I would say for sure, like a a blush brush.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: I would say. Okay.
0: Well, Well, and the blush brush, does it need to be, I should have brought mine down. Oh, I should have grabbed some. It's like, okay, the shape, like the ideal shape for a blush brush, if you just need one, like it's just like a.
1: I like, like to be honest, I love one that isn't too dent, like not dense. Okay. I like one that's a Stip. bit more on the fluffier side, but not overly okay. big because now you're gonna have just
0: you know, Too so much. keep it okay. like
1: yep. I'd say I'd say like a good three finger, like something okay like yep. this and then a little bit more like poof. Like you can find domed ones, but you can also find like triangular ones.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, I like that. Yeah. And um and then the eyes we need I'd say
1: eyes, a good Dense. Uh, we call them pencil brushes. They just look like they have a little, like a hard kind of coned. So great for uh, if you need to smudge out liner. If you're adding shadow underneath. Okay. And then also a great like crease brush. And honestly,
0: yes. if they just
1: if if anyone just googles crease brush, it will come up, and you'll be able to see an image. If you Google a uh, pencil brush, it will show you right. an image but I'd say definitely a dense eye brush and like a a fluffier crease brush.
0: Here's a question I have is, so every day I just kind of fill in my brows, someday Mm -hmm. I'm wearing mascara. Here's something I always did back in the day, kind of still do it now here and there. Is it a bad idea to just be using a neutral, like not white, but like a neutral color on the whole lid area? Or should you just leave that And just be using it more in the corners of your eyes? Oh, it really just depends on what what you want. Like sometimes
1: people have more, like have oilier lids. And so some have more dry lids. So if you're wanting just to like, and again, our eyelids um, hold sometimes more redness, a little more under like Mm -hmm. purple undertones. So if you're just using that shadow to create like an evenness, I think that's totally fine and if you wanted to add more in here for like just a brighter um, pop then I'm I'm on board for that too like okay again for me I'm not like this is the way
0: Yeah, yeah everyone
1: has a very their preference and what they like to see you know
0: but don't do like the frosted white at the top of your brows oh my gosh I remember doing that I would do like the frosted pencil at the top just to look super shiny. Uh, Right. You know,
1: again, if you're going for that frosty look, then I'm for (laughs) for it. it. But I don't. (laughs) Don't.
0: Yeah. Personally, you don't do that. Okay. (laughs) What about liquid liner versus pencil? Again, specifically kind of like, you know, in your later 30s and up, does it look too harsh and we're speaking generally, I literally used liquid pencil, liquid eyeliner until two years ago. I did like the same winged eye with my, and then I was like, you know what, this is a little harsh. Like maybe I'm going to switch it up. And then when I hired that makeup artist, she was, she confirmed. (laughs) And, um, but yeah, what's your take on liquid versus like, a and like color. My take is,
1: yeah. I, you know, again I, I like, I have friends in their forties that rock a wing line like every day and I'm mm-hmm. like, it still looks great. If your skin can take it and there's not like you don't have a, you know, more of a doughy eye and, and you can do it then Bravo. I'm, I'm definitely uh, on board, but okay. I will say I do think using a pencil is a little bit more of a softer look right than a more polished line. And I wouldn't say like harsh because like, you don't want, I don't, people to feel like, oh my God, is it, is it age Does it make no. you look older But no, but it yeah. is a little bit more of a, like a sleek, yeah. defined liner. So it just gives off a different vibe, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Agreed. Um, but I, I do love like when I work on women who are like 50 plus, I wouldn't particularly go in with a liquid liner. And if I did, I would soften it with a shadow. Okay. So that's a really great for me. Sometimes if I use liquid and I let it set and then I would just dust over a little bit of like really dark brown or even black shadow, it just adds a little bit more of a velvet finish. Yes. As opposed to like a hard line. Because sometimes it can be like, it depends on like what liner you're using. It gives off a bit, some shiny. Sometimes it's more matte.
0: Yes. So, okay. That's great. Sometimes,
1: sorry. Does that make sense? Sometimes I can be like... Blah, 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 blah. No, that makes perfect Something.
0: sense because... Yeah. I'm learning that as well. And then I switched from black to like a brown. I have brown. hazel eyes mm-hmm. with brown hair. So it just, yeah, I was like, Oh, I like this better. Um, right? but like and keeping it kind of like going up though too, yeah. like versus like, yeah.
1: yeah. So I still have the wing. Wear, you, I yeah. The you still wing. have the wing and I'm I still all for a wing. wing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. My other question, Nikki is on powder. Mm-hmm. Who, like
1: finishing powder?
0: Yeah. Or I feel like a lot of women are just wearing like a foundation powder out of habit. I don't know. When do you, when do you use powder? When do we not need powder? And what, you know, what, yeah. So I think that that?
1: again, what I was saying too, about I think with your last question about just embracing, I did quickly mention like educating, researching. I think there's so many different formulations now that we just maybe we are overwhelmed within the beauty industry and we don't pay attention because there's so much going on. But, you know, those foundation powders, I think are great if you're like 20. Yeah. But as we get older, I think it's really important to understand the powders you're purchasing. Like for instance, I use a mineral powder because the end result after a few hours, it makes me look a little bit radiant. Okay. And so mineral powders are great. Uh, foundation powders just tend to look a little bit chalky Mm -hmm. and they, I find flat. Right. And I think as we get older, we want to be a bit more bright
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: not particularly glowy and dewy like some would and some don't, but I do find these foundation powders just a bit on the dull side. Mm -hmm. You can get good coverage, but I think if we just learn how to incorporate like an extra step, maybe you don't yeah. have to just go to that, like multitasking, like blah, 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 you know? Yeah. I also think loose powders are really great too. Mm. Yeah. They, okay. they, set. and sorry, go ahead.
0: No, um, uh, I can't remember the powder that, uh, I think it was a setting powder that um, the makeup artists referred to me. And um, I like it for when I, I just kind of pat it under the eyes, if I'm going to put concealer there. Yes, exactly. And it just helped. Yeah, it, I don't right? know. I just kind of liked how it set. Again, I yeah. don't use it all the time, but I liked the feel of it.
1: Because it was lighter, right?
0: Yeah, it was really light. And yeah, I think where people get tripped up is they, one, don't feel like they want to go out exposed, their natural skin exposed. So they feel like they need color, but then... Don't know if they should be using a powder, which can also fall into creases and make their skin look dry. Exactly. Don't really mm-hmm. want to go in with a full foundation because they're just, you know, heading out in leggings Time. and a crew neck mm-hmm. or something. So, would you suggest for someone who still wants color, like maybe going like a tinted sunscreen route tinted. or, yep, or like a tinted moisturizer? What do you 100%? Yeah. Okay. There's products where you think tinted SPF,
1: tinted moisturizer, a CC cream. Um, there's a beauty brand that has one that looks white, but it goes with like your pH. So it gives you like the coverage you need and like, um, but absolutely that it's quick, it's easy and you can use your hands for most of them.
0: Like if you just apply in a
1: cream, you know what I mean?
0: Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. I think that was all the questions. Yeah. The foundation was a big one. Oh, concealer. So Mm -hmm. concealer, do you have to, if you're finding the right shade, do you go, the color of your wrist like one shade lighter Mm -hmm. two shades lighter and should what are the kind of mistakes that people make with concealer again kind of like late 30s and up Uh,
1: concealer was a thing like a learning curve in the very beginning of my career because you kind of just draw your I was drawn to lighter Mm
0: because everyone
1: thinks it just needs to be lighter and brighter right uh and a lot of I think people's I think a lot of the times People are attracted to, yes, lighter concealers, but then don't realize that um, because like I earlier, I mentioned earlier that we hold different colors under eyes and on our lids. So mm-hmm. if you just go in with a real light concealer, sometimes it can tend to look really ashy.
0: Right.
1: So I find uh, understanding concealers and including a teeny little bit of peach will help it's like the universal concealer color okay. that will help just neutralize any grayness, any, you know, um I have like a little purpley red in mine. But yeah, using your your like I would use here probably.
0: Okay. Your inner wrist. You know okay.
1: inner yeah. wrist to have a little bit more of the comparison because okay our hands are probably exposed outside. So it's not gonna be the true you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A little
1: bit darker. But yeah, concealers can be tricky for people.
0: It is. Yeah. Like I feel like it's a big one. And prepping the skin before, what would you do for someone going on TV to prep the eye area first? Are you just using a balm, an oil, a serum, or just doing their skincare, getting it hydrated? And then-
1: I always start with under eye patches. Okay. So uh, any inflammation or anything, hydration. And then I use- I actually use your face, your eye roller Roller. like it now. Okay, amazing. I love that like metal applicator because it also Mm -hmm. adds like a cooling effect. Right. I do that for the eyes. And then in terms of application, I always distribute the product in the inner corner. Okay. And then feather out because you don't need a whole ton. Okay. Again, it's like, you know, again, I do this for TV too. Right. uh, it's just my application method, and I find it's worked best because um, you can add a little bit over here just for brightness. But I find the feathering out towards just helps to distribute pull that it. product without and pull it out while okay. you lift, and then it, and then you don't have too much. You know, is that
0: is that with fingers, Nikki, or is that a brush or a sponge?
1: I would do finger or brush,
0: finger or brush. Okay, and keeping yeah. that specifically then for concealer.
1: Yeah. And then you could always, you know, if you wanted to buff a little bit with your sponge, you can do that. I don't have like a number one, like do this or do that. So like, again, but that's just my technique and I find it's worked for yeah. many years.
0: <laughs> and I feel like people think that they're doing it wrong, but cause it's falling into lines, but like we all, if you have lines before you put it on, it's, I mean, like we all have lines under our eyes. That's so it's like, when if some it's going to happen. Put,
1: Yeah, of course. And some people are trained to just put like their stick all over here, like this. And you will find that the product will set because there's a lot of product there. So if you distribute here and just feather out, you'll still get that coverage, but nothing that will be too heavy and and, and then like sink into any of the fine lines that you may have.
0: Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking your time, the time with us, Nikki. And for sharing anytime. your expertise, it's amazing. It's so, it's just so nice to speak to someone who has all the answers when it comes to makeup. Because oh, you do I have
1: not all of them, but thank you for having me. And honestly, it was a treat. at any time, I feel very honored that you I was a guest. So thanks again.
0: Thank you, Nikki. Where can everybody find you on social? On um, social, my Instagram handle is
1: Nikki Strachan. and that is two K's, two I's, and Nikki. Okay, and then Stracken is a S T R A C H A N and then makeup. Uh, that is my Instagram handle. And yeah, so you can find me. I'm Perfect. not, uh, yeah.
0: Amazing. And of Come course, up. when you show up as an expert on TV, which is always yes, lovely to see.
1: The good stuff with Mary Berg, I do about once a month. So you can find me on that, hopefully, when you
0: tune in. Amazing. Well, that's it yeah. for today's conversation. Until next time, friends, my hope is that you continue to discover beauty in every age. Bye for now. That's it for today's episode. And if you enjoyed our conversation, please consider taking a moment and leaving us a review or a rating on your favorite podcast platform. For feedback, fuels our mission to empower and uplift a more age-diverse representation of women in the beauty industry. So join us next week as we dive into more inspiring conversations and skincare education to help you learn more about your skin and how to become a more conscious skincare consumer. Bye for now.